Welcome, or should I say welcome back to Keisha's house. I'm Keisha, and I'm happy you stopped by. Today is Monday, January 3rd, and Keisha's house has officially launched. So if you haven't had a chance, I highly recommend that you check out the who, why, and what episode. It really gives an overall deep dive as to what this podcast is all about. But if you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, let me just give a quick rundown of what we do here. Every Monday, there will be a new episode launched where we talk about the quote of the week. We discuss just one or two highlights on the book of the month, and then we assess our prior week and we put a plan in place to crush the week ahead of us. So with that being said, let's jump right in to today's quote of the week. So before I tell you, I want to introduce you to a John Wooden. So if you are a basketball fan, I'm pretty sure you already know who this guy is. He was the UCLA Bruins men's basketball head coach from 1948 to 1975. As head coach, he won 10 national championships in a 12-year period, to include a record of seven wins in a row. He earned the nickname Wizard of Westwood. So he is known to have said the following, do not let what is out of your control interfere with all of the things you can control. Hmm, let me say that one more time. Do not let what is out of your control interfere with all of the things that you can control. That's our quote for the week. And I selected that quote this week because I don't think it just is going to pertain to this week alone. This is one of those quotes that you're going to want to hold on to all year long. Because I'm pretty sure that if something or a person or something doesn't interfere with your week, I'm willing to bet that at some point in this year, there's going to be something that is going to get in the way of your goals or your plans that you're not going to be able to control. So what does that mean? How do we handle that? What does control mean? Okay, well, let's see. The short definition of control is the power to influence. So let's insert that. Do not let what is out of your power and influence interfere with all of the things that you can have power and influence. Hmm. We have the power to accomplish our goals. We have the power to accomplish seven days. I get it. Work, school, kids if you got them, spouses if you got them. Honestly, we just have so many to-dos on our list. Everybody says that they're busy. And oftentimes we have a plan in place and something happens and it throws it off. Hey, question, how many of you out there are list makers? 
I'm one of them. You know how we write out our lists and then we end up doing things that were never on the list. So we end up rewriting our list so we could just check it off to feel accomplished in the day. Yeah, I get it. It gets crazy. But the reality is we got things that we got to do and things that we got to get done and we can't control everything. So that's why I chose this quote for the week. The power to influence. Hmm. Let's talk about the definition of interference. To take part or to intervene in an activity without invitation. Yep, there are people and there are things that are going to get in our way that we did not invite into the conversation or into the situation. But we have to be prepared. We have to be prepared to handle whatever gets thrown at us. So that's our quote this week. We're going to hold on to that and we're going to use it to remind us that we have the control to influence any situation. And if there is a situation that something gets thrown at us that we can't control, we're not going to worry about that. And we're not going to let it derail the areas that we can control. Hmm. Feels good. Well, yep. Definitely think that's one we need to leave in our back pocket this year. So let's dive into the book this week. This month, we're going to focus on the book, The First 90 Days. So this book originally came out around 2003, and then it was redone. It's an international bestseller, and it's written by Michael Watkins. So what's really interesting is that he redid this book, but now it's called The First 90 Days Updated and Expanded. And in the first couple of chapters, and I've read this book a couple of times, There's one area that really stuck out to me that I wanted to bring up today that I think connects a little bit with our quote this week. And it says this, it's under the expectations alignment section. And it says, no matter how well you think, you understand what you're expected to do. Be sure to check and recheck expectations once you formally join your new organization. So this book is really marketed to folks that are transitioning in their careers. And actually, when the author writes just a brief description on this book, he concludes with whether you're starting a new job, being promoted from within, embarking on an overseas assignment, or being tapped as CEO, how you manage your transition will determine whether you succeed or fail. Now, what was interesting to me is that he said, your transition, we're in a new year. We transitioned from 2021. It is now behind us. So how are we going to move forward? I don't think this book is only specific for individuals that are transitioning in their careers. I notice that anytime there's any transition, this book has some nuggets that I really like. I mean, for example, let's say you go on vacation with your family. Everybody has an expectation of what that vacation is going to bring. 
and how it's going to feel and what you're going to do. And if you don't open up and have that conversation with one another, someone's idea of that vacation is going to fall short. So I love the fact that in that section that I mentioned before on the expectations alignment, that you have to check and recheck expectations. And I think that also comes down to, again, what is out of our control. We're not to let it interfere with what we can control. Someone else's expectation of the situation is not necessarily something that we can control. But it is something that we can hear, understand, and clarify so we can better take control of the things that we have influence over. So I definitely think it ties in. Highly recommend this book where it's one of those, like I said, I've read it before a couple of times. and I don't think you necessarily even have to read this cover to cover. There's just nuggets along the way that are really helpful with any transition. Another thing that I'm curious about is how many of you decided to have a New Year's resolution this year? You'd be surprised that three days ago there was a quick survey done and they found that only 29% of Americans say that they made a New Year's resolution this year. And that's down from 43% from last year. And out of the 43% from last year, they're saying that only 8% of people actually felt like they stuck with their resolution all year long. So I like to think of a New Year's resolution as a promise to myself. And again, I'm not a betting girl, but I kind of feel like if you're going to select a resolution, it's going to be something that's going to be positive for you in your life. And my question is, well, why would only eight people stick with that resolution? And trust me, I've been there. You know, we set these expectations of things that we want to do and then we fall short or we don't feel like we have the time or we don't want to put the investment in financially. So we just kind of quit. But when you think about it, if a resolution is a promise to ourselves, that means we just quit on ourselves. You know what's interesting to me? We are willing to invest time and money into total strangers. Let me give you an example. The clothing you're wearing right now, the car that you're driving, the home that you live in was somebody's dream. Somebody built that home. It was their company. It was their dream. The clothing that you're wearing, somebody designed it. It's their dream. The car that you're driving, someone designed it. That's their dream. Somebody established every single company that we buy products from. That's their dream. Okay, let's look at it this way. Athletes, entertainers, we support them. We will sit in the cold and watch people live out their dreams as we freeze 
I mean, we get snowed on, we get rained on, we get burned up in the sun. But we're watching people live out their dreams and they've worked so hard to get to that point in their career. So if we're willing to support other people that we will maybe never know, why are we giving up on ourselves? Why are we giving up on our own promises? See, we can control that. We have the power of influence over our lives, right? We learned that in our quote this week. So if we have influence and power over our lives, well, that means, yeah, you're worth it. Be team you, put the money into you, put the time into you. Be part of that 8% that sticks with their resolutions. Yeah, I believe you can do it. So what is your resolution? And if you weren't planning on having one this year, well, y'all, it's not too late. Invest that time, energy into you. Make that promise to yourself. So I'll share. This year, my resolution is to wake up with gratitude each and every day and to be more disciplined in everything that I do. Yep, I did say I'm going to wake up with gratitude every single day. And y'all, I know there's going to be days that that might be challenging. It's not easy to get up at 4.30, 5 a.m. in the morning when you really just want to sleep in and hug your pillow. (laughs) I get it. But it's something that's important to me. I'm making that promise. Because I don't ever want to find myself in that downward spiral. I want to wake up each day and to be thankful, purposely thankful for what I have and the people that I have in my life. And to be disciplined, y'all, I get it. It's not easy to get up in the morning and get in that gym or to get on that treadmill. But the way you feel when you accomplish your workout, oh. It feels awesome. So yeah, I'm going to have to be disciplined to do that. Because I know that I am making that promise to myself. And I'll be better for it tomorrow. So yeah, that's my new resolution. What's yours? Alright. Well, before we close today and start off on this week. Let's talk about our prior week. How would you grade last week? Did you get an A, a B, a C? And I'm not going to tell you the rubric because that's different for all of us. You know best how your prior week went. I'm going to say mine was a B and this is why. I had a ton of fun, y'all. On vacation with the family it was a great great time and was able to celebrate new year's all together my family of five but there are some things that i said i was going to do last year last week that i didn't exactly get done so hence my resolution is to be more disciplined this year so i'm going to do better about that this week so i'm going to give myself a b But the one thing that you cannot do is you cannot fail yourself because you got up 
and you're still trucking and you're just gonna do better tomorrow. So let's talk about what's happening this coming week. So for me, I'm in the last week of my current position. I start a new job next week. So for me, I know it's time to start closing out my tasks and getting myself prepared for my new position. For you, it may be getting back to work, maybe starting a new position. Maybe you do have that resolution and you're trying to get your new routine together. So based on what you're great from last week and what went well last week, and then incorporating what you know you have coming up this week, What is it that you want to focus on this week? What may have been a challenge last week that this week you're going to need to make just a few tweaks? So like I said, for me, there's some things that I did not exactly accomplish. (laughs) So I'm going to be trying some methods of block timing and just trying to organize myself a little bit better utilizing my resolution of discipline to make sure I get everything on my to-do list done each day. And that's my goal for this week. What's your goal for this week? Hmm, We talked about a lot today. And we're only at the beginning of the week. And I know it's not easy to get back into the swing of things after holiday. But you're doing it. You are controlling the things that you can control. And you have the power of influence over how your week turns out. So with that being said, remember to always upgrade yourself, upgrade your life, upgrade your future. Be team you. Make your promises and stick to them because you're worth it and you deserve it. Till next time, be safe this week. I'll be back next Monday.